Welcome to Life on Earth, The Peace Project, a podcast that teaches you how to connect with the divine and transform darkness into light through topics from yoga to nature and ultimately love. Join your host, Natalie Kwa, to celebrate and encourage diversity, peace and global equality, one earthling at a time. Hi everyone, welcome to Life on Earth podcast. My name is Natalie Kra and I am your host. How are you today, you guys? Once again, I just want to say thank you so much to all of you who have left an amazing review on iTunes. The other day, I hadn't actually read them in a really long time, but I went in and I read the reviews and it was so awesome and so heartfelt to see my community expressing themselves and what you get out of the show and how you love it. I saw the word educational a lot of times. I saw inspirational, loving, and how it's changing your life. And honestly, that's the whole reason why I do this. So I am so thankful and so appreciative and um, just want to give a shout out to all of you who have written a review and tell you how much that means to me. It lightened up my day. So wherever you are, I hope you, as always, are having a fantastic day. And maybe, just maybe, if you're not and going through some challenges in your life, I also hope that perhaps by hanging out with me in this airtime podcast, this episode, that it will some something in you will shift and that it will bring a little bit more light into your life. Today's episode, we are going to talk about facing your fears. I'm excited about that and I'm excited to share some uh, insights that I have gathered this past couple weeks on this subject. And I think you'll understand why once we get a little deeper into the episode. But first, I'd like to tell you that the next few months, there will be some very interesting guests that I have scheduled for the show. So I hope you can tune in and take advantage of that. I'm not going to say much more about that, but just that I am excited to speak to them. And also, there will be another other episodes on the chakras. I know we covered chakra first, and of course, I'm going to continue that body of work with Brooke and so on. We just haven't, we haven't set for it yet, but it is on my mind. And we will cover for sure the next six chakras, even if I have to do it on my own. The chakras are an interesting subject. And I just want to share with you all as well. It's not that I want to impose anything, any Hinduism or yoga belief or any belief system into you guys. Because really, I mean, I'm as far away of any of that as you could possibly imagine. I mean, I really think that whatever rocks your boat is, you know, that's great. That's great. I'm not trying to change anybody's view. What it is, is that it's a, it's a body of work that although there are some limitations, and I fully recognize that sometimes there are some limitations with it, as there is with many things in life, it is a body of work that have really expanded my horizons. And it have really, not only that, but it have kind of put, uh, how can I say this, like a brought some more equanimity by this roadmap that is the chakras and by bringing attention into certain things into of my life and what was going on how was you know how I was reacting to it and what was happening it almost like kind of 
put things in perspective in a way that it's very easy for you to go in and dissect and create your own reality. So that's really kind of why I wanted to share that with you guys and why I'm doing that. With that said, I know that it is just a, a point of information. You know, it's just kind of a, um, in French, we call it a rendezvous. Like that's where you meet and you fig- you see that and you take a look at it and then you kind of expand from there. And so it's really cool to do, to see it like that, you know, really that's kind of how I see most things. So that's what I wanted to share with you guys. All right. So before we move into the episode again, I would like to say, guys, if you enjoy the show, please go on iTunes, give us a five-star review. This is so good for us. This really allows me to continue to create more amazingness and more content to share with you also to bring more guests into the show as they read the reviews and they want to participate people that i'm interested the show has always uh, grown very organically and it's in, it is intentional i have had people have approached me for sponsorship and for different things and of course it's not something that i uh, have felt that that was appropriate at the time being or not, perhaps uh, also the sponsorship weren't in alignment with what I'm doing. So it is intentional that the show grows organically. It is here to stay. I have no intention of not having life on earth exist. It is something that has brought a lot of light into my world and it is a passion project, something that I love to sit and do. And Everybody who I have come in contact with, who have met me through the podcast, through the episodes, it's been fantastic from the guests to the listeners. So again, just sending you guys so much love and I know some of you in person and I love and appreciate your support. And those of you who I don't know in person, but I feel like I do because I know you from here, this uh, energetic vibration that moves through the air frequency that connects us all like a soul tribe, right? So I feel very fortunate about that. And I send you also so much love. All right. So facing your fears, why did I decide to do this, particularly this week? Well, let me begin by telling you guys that I recently, literally just today, got back from Colorado. I go to Colorado every year, once a year. It's become a tradition now. When Mardi Gras is around, I'm off to Colorado. And I spend a good amount of time there during this time of the year. And it's amazing. I love the mountains. Everything is white. There was so much snow this year. It was just the most incredible thing. And One thing that happens while I'm there is that I go skiing, you know, and I love skiing. I have been skiing for years, even though I am by no means a great skier. And so that's what I want to talk to you guys. This is how this facing your fears came by because the mountains are so tall, right? And I am a person that I'm afraid of heights. So imagine that (laughs) even though I, you know, I grew up in Rio and I grew up mostly in Rio and other countries too, Mexico and other countries, but I grew up surfing. I was a teenager that was always in the water with a surfboard surfing. I was not in the mountains skiing, you know, every week. But when I got to my 20s, I started exploring skiing with some of my friends and they taught me and it was a slow process. But now 
to this day is something that I do, you know, at least once a year and that I'm fully love. With that said, it's something that honestly, you guys, like sometimes when I am up on those mountains and I see like going down and, and some of the parts of it that are steep, I feel like I'm going to die. <laughs> So, and, and then, you know, you, those of you who have been to mountains and have like skied in those, those chair lifts, like some of them, the ones that, you know, they're a little faster and that you feel kind of like you're going with the wind and you're going these really altitudes. And I'm like, oh my God, what is happening here? <laughs> I feel like I'm going to fall. In fact, I really can't look down because I think I have that thing. Is it called vertigo? I'm not sure. But I have that thing that when you look down, like you feel like you're going to fall. Or even when I'm in, you know, tall buildings or skyscrapers, stuff like that, I really don't go to the edge because I feel like I'm going to throw myself down. It's like a really weird thing, but it is real. So... With that said, there's a part of this that is very important to me and have, has become very important to me to face my fears and to really push myself to the next level, right? So that's what we're going to explore in this episode because we all have something that pushes our button. We all have something that takes us a little bit off our center or that we don't feel comfortable doing it. And why is it important that we try? Why is it important that we move forward, that we really try to face our fears and conquer that so that we can shift to the next level, right? So we all have a comfort zone. You know, it's a place that we feel comfortable and that we're used to. And so, you know, many times like we know two plus two equals four. So that's very comfortable. Now, what if I told you that two plus two could mean, I don't know, like a hundred and something, or it could mean red, or it could mean green. I mean, for some people that would literally like take them off their center. So facing your fears bring us a sense of like adventure in life, excitement in your life. And I feel like excitement is something that we never want to lose. We never want to stop feeling excited about being alive. And no matter who you are, no matter what's going on in your life, no matter what your life circumstances are, if you are still here today with me, you are still alive and you're listening to this right now, then you can make your life special. You can create some sense of excitement. I, I feel like there's so many different layers that we could explore. So... I want you to just hang with me with that thought. So challenges, you know, challenge yourself. Is there something that scares you? Why? The question is, why does it scare you? Is it a limited belief? Is it hereditary fears? Is it something that's been in your family, in your bloodline? I mean, in the yogi context, we could say, is it from past lives? I mean, those are questions to explore, Right. Part of it sometimes in life is just not knowing what to do. And it's okay. It's okay. Like if we just don't know the answer or we just don't know what to do or how to do something, I feel like that's just part of life and we can embrace that. But not in a sense that this force of not knowing will hold you back, will keep you back and not allow you to move forward. And why? Because 
there is always room to improve. You know, no matter, again, who we are or what we're doing, there is always room to improve. There's always room to expand our horizons, to build our strength, to build our courage in life. So one of my questions, you know, is that sometimes when, when, you, when we are being held back from achieving our fullest potential, you know, when we're, when we're not facing our fears and, and maybe held back from things, perhaps we are not achieving our fullest potential in life. And so a question that's important to ask is, what is your life's work? Do you have one? What would you like it to be? What is your life's mission? Write a mission statement for your life. I always tell my students this. In fact, we have an exercise that we do this in my trainings, which is write a mission statement for your life, right? Take some some time and write it. You don't have to make this complicated, just one paragraph. And today, the question is always today because it may change for another day. But right now, that's the question. And then see how that does that feel. So by conquering your fears, you'll create a drive in your life. Does that make sense? So by conquering your fears, you'll create some drive for your life. And I think it's always important to have a drive because otherwise we kind of lose the momentum and we lose that. In French, again, we call it je ne sais quoi pas. You know what I mean? Like that whoa, like that extra uh, that you, we all have about everything that we do. You can call it passion too. And sometimes there's, that's why I love the French expression because the translation is je ne sais quoi pas. It means I don't know what. But there is that extra thing that is the I don't know what. And, you know, you never want to lose that sense of mystery, that sense of there is something magical that is going to bring me to the next level that is going to make all of my dreams come true today when you are setting yourself to face your fears i have a a recommendation for you which is to go slow and to set realistic goals you know, so instead of saying, oh, today I'm going to do whatever it is, like, you know, maybe you're afraid of heights. So today I'm going to go and jump off a plane. I mean, you can, if that's, you know, resonates with you for sure, go for it. But if maybe that's not realistic, maybe you say, oh, I'm going to do a hike in this spot that's, you know, it's got some altitude, but I still feel safe. When you set, go slow, then you can, you know, if you say, oh, I'm going to become you know i'm afraid of horses well go take a lesson go take a lesson and just go slow maybe the first time your trainer horse trainer teacher will have a you know will just have like a lead a rope and will kind of guide you with that so that you can still be in the horse slowly you know next time you come you go a little higher if you're afraid of skiing go ski (laughs) start with the baby greens that's how i started Go really slow and who cares? Stay in the little kids area for as long as you need and then go a little bit higher the next time and then go a little bit higher the next time until you feel comfortable. Just push your boundaries a bit more each time. So one thing to notice also when we are in fear, in a state of fear or discomfort zone 
instead of comfort zone that we talked in the beginning, well, how about the, you know, we all have a discomfort zone. One thing to notice if we walk into a place that we are not familiar with and that's somewhat rocking our boat or perhaps there's people there in the group that you didn't know that were going to be there Perhaps like your ski instructor took you to a place that's a little bit higher than what you had thought. So one thing to notice is, am I being too dramatic? Question mark, right? How about emotional? Am I getting too emotional? Where is this emotion emotion coming from? Where is this feeling coming from? Am I creating this on my own? Is this because, you know, you can trace that emotion all the way back to the fear and because you're fearful now you're you know literally becoming more dramatic and more emotional and perhaps even like affecting everyone around you so always notice that that way you'll know right just like in meditation become the observer of the mind notice where the those sensations those emotions are coming from and always strive to come back to a place of more equanimity. Remember, what you resist persists. And also remember that when there is a will, there is a way. (laughs) What you resist persists, and when there is a will, there is a way. So let me tell you guys about like my personal experiences with uh, facing your fears, because I, I certainly have a few. One of them for me is heights. The other one with that became skiing as well because I am terrified. And that actually happened to me one time that a friend of mine brought me. I think I was very, very beginner. And a friend of mine brought me to almost like a black diamond. You know, if you you guys that know mountains, that's kind of like, that's above the blue. That's kind of, you know, hardcore. And I literally thought I was going to die. My phone wasn't working. My cell phone wasn't working because I stopped and I was trying to like call 911. But my phone was frozen and it was just like totally dead. So I had to come down. But it's it's almost like that was that's an example of like going too much, you know, like kind of way past my my comfort zone. So when I'm in the mountains and I'm, I'm following people, one of my fears is that they're going to uh, lie to me, you know, and bring me to one of those highest places in the mountains. And then I'm not going to know how to come down or something's going to happen. So that's why this is so important to me to go skiing every year. Because when I do, I feel this drive in my life, you know, I'm like, I did it. I did it, and every year I get a little better, and every year I go a little higher. And, you know, day one is always the most challenging, and I know for sure that it's all in my head. And it's so interesting to me to observe my own self going through this, like, little spiral in my head. And and then, you know, my higher self is just looking at all that and laughing and being like, oh, my God, here you are again. And you're going through this whole thing and it's going to be totally fine. And not only that, my higher self is like super excited. And then, you know, my little self, what we call, I'm like freaking out. You know, day one is like the most challenging. Oh my God, I have to go back to the baby ones or whatever it is. And then 
day two, day three, day four, then everything starts kind of normalizing, you know, and by the end, I'm like pushing myself to find places that are out of my comfort zone so that I can conquer this fear, you know, and per se conquer the mountains or I love being outdoors. I love seeing the trees. I love seeing everybody having fun. It's super high vibrational for me to be out there. I love looking around and seeing everything white and, again, the blue, the skies, the snow. It's amazing, you know. It's really an amazing thing, and I, and I want to do it. And the fact that this is, this is a, a, a point, like, you know, it kind of pushes me to my edge. I want to keep doing it more. Another one for me is uh, horseback riding. I, you know, I grew up riding horses since I was a child, so I've always been very comfortable in a horse. But what what happened is that some of you know that I used to own a racehorse. He was a retired racehorse. Nonetheless, it was a thoroughbred, very fiery horse. And twice when I was jumping with him, twice I got a concussion. I got thrown out of this horse. And this horse, I mean, I absolutely love him to this day, but he's a very big horse, very intimidating for, you know, most people that have ever been around him and seen him. I know many people who were very good riders and didn't want to ride Jazz. That was his name. And I have an episode that I tell his story. So when Jazz threw me off and I had my first concussion, I ended up in the hospital and hit my head pretty hard and went through a period of rehabilitation that was not fun. Anyone who's had a concussion knows what I'm talking about. It took a while for me to um, want to get back on the horse, you know, a few months, and I and I had my horse, so I would go there and lunge my horse, so that's like I have a lead rope and do a lot of floor work. However, I say this because again, this is another one of facing your fears. It was very important for me. I knew it in my heart that I had to go back to that place. I had to go back there. I had to saddle him. I had to, you know, get my horse all ready. And I had to go to the middle of the the ring where we ride and I had to lunge him and spend time with him. And, you know, and, and, and I knew that I, at some point, sooner than later. Hopefully, I wanted to get myself back on it. To this day, long story short, I had another another concussion after that. But it was, again, important to me to get back on the horse. There's a say, right? Get back on that horse. And, and there's a reason for that. Like, you really have to, you know, you really have to, because otherwise, it's like you feel you're being held back. And that's another thing. Like, you do not want to be imprisoned by your fears. You do not want to be captive by your fears, right? In captivity by your fears. That's what I meant. So you want to conquer it. You you want you want to like lead your life. You don't want your life to be leading you and you just sort of in some kind of box limited belief, just playing it super safe and you know, unless Again, like that's also an option, you know, but if you have a desire to progress, if you have a desire to change, to see some kind of change, some kind of transformation, some kind of something that's going to 
be radical acceptance toward yourself, more freedom, just feel your heart exploding with joy and feel that kind of life force inside of you, then you need to do things that will scare you a little bit, but not in a bad way. You know, another friend of mine, she is afraid of rivers and water, you know, and I'm a person that grew up surfing and, you know, I, I kayak, I own kayaks. So like, I love being in the water. So I took her to the water one day and it was a very funny for me, not for her, very cool experience, but you know, she did it. She did it. I'm super proud of her. She got in the water. She got in, in the, in the, on the thing. And she just like went down the river and we had the most fantastic day with lots of little bumps along the way and her freaking out and getting really emotional and dramatic and thinking that she was going to die and me coming back and, you know, calming her and helping her find her center and her equanimity. But it was fun. And at the end of the day, for sure, she felt a sense of accomplishment. So what is it for you that rocks your boat? What is it for you that perhaps you feel that you could explore a little more. And, you know, we talked a lot about some physical activities, but how about meeting new people? For some people, that is facing their fears. What about going out by yourself, traveling by yourself? For some people, they thrive on that, right? For others, it's certainly facing their fears. I mean, I, again, I know people who will say, no way, no way, Jose. I don't want to go to a, you know, sit at a restaurant bar by myself to have dinner. So I say to that, do that more often. <laughs> take yourself out on a date. How about that? I used to take myself out on dates all the time, like just me with me. And places you could go, museums, parks, zoo, libraries, movies. I used to take myself out to, to a movie all the time, on my own. And I actually really love that. It's a really peaceful experience. You get to know yourself more. You get to hang out with yourself and feel really comfortable about it. And it will also give you a lot of confidence once you do those activities because you will know that it's wonderful to have friends. It's wonderful to have family and whoever it is that hangs out with you, but you're not dependent on them. You are not dependent on them. Not only that, but you can have a blast with your own self, wherever you are. Some of the best trips I've taken in my life, they were on my own. Now, that's a whole nother podcast that I could totally share so much with you guys. You know, even though I enjoy traveling on my own, what I would advise to you guys is, especially you ladies out there, is to be cautious. You know, as a woman, when you're traveling on your own, be cautious. Know your surroundings. I never really adventured too much in the sense of like, I didn't really know where I was staying. I was very thorough about, I mean, uh, listen, I've done many trips to India, many trips in uh, the Middle East on my own, okay? So those are not like the most, the, you know, some of the places that women are just, the culture is very different. Like it wasn't like women or it's always lots of women traveling by themselves. Not at all. 
but I find places to stay ahead of time. I look for people that perhaps have been there. I look for reviews. I, yeah. So within the context, I keep it pretty safe, you know, so not in a way that is um, reckless. I don't really feel that I've ever really been a reckless person, even though I have lots of life experiences and lots of things such as traveling and, you know, living in Brazil, living in Paris, living in India, and all these things. I am very aware of my surroundings and I'm very aware like of who's around me and with who I am and also the spaces and places. And it does need to feel to the best of my ability that that place and that space feels safe no matter where, you know. So if I were, as an example, I've, I've never been to Bali, but if I was going to go to Bali, I would definitely um, find a place that I could stay that people have, that I know have been to before and that has, you know, really good, like has really good reviews per se. But if I got there and I didn't feel, and my intuition told me within the next, within the first like 10, 15 minutes, I usually know. Um, that's just how I work, my mind and my body and my spirit. And if it told me that that place was not okay to stay for whatever reason, and sometimes I don't even need to know, I would leave immediately and I would find a place that I felt like it was authentically felt safe. That was pretty much all I have to say for right now on facing your fears. I hope that this episode was fun for you to listen to. And I hope that you can see something that you can identify in your life that could take you a little bit out of your comfort zone. And I'm going to invite you to do that. So here's my challenge for you. This next week, I want you today, I want you to identify something that takes you out of your comfort zone. And within this next week, one week, I want you to go out there and do it, okay? And if you can't get to a mountain right now or you can't to a horse right now, maybe you can take yourself out for dinner or to a movie or to a museum. And if that's not your thing because that you feel comfortable about that, then find something else that you feel uncomfortable. And I want you to do it. Perhaps you're going to sign up for a dance class. You're going to take a hip-hop class. Perhaps you're going to a Pilates class or a yoga class. Or if you're someone who you love yoga, maybe it's time to go kickboxing. Maybe it's time to sign up for a boxing class. <laughs> you see what I mean? So there's, there's always something. If you're somebody who, you know, needs uh, to be out in groups more, then find, a, you know, your city's like bike riding club. I did that one time in New Orleans. You know, we met like at the French Quarter and then we biked together. It was all these random people. By the end of the night, I was friends with like a ton of them, became like, you know, a good friendly, like we all added each other on social media and stuff like that. And they were super fun people and even had reunions <laughs> out of one night. I'm not kidding you. If you're someone that you're like, okay, I heard this podcast now with Natalie and I'm ready for that trip by myself and I have an opportunity to do it have some extra cash flow, I'm going to do it. All right, go on Google right now. Google flights, book your flight. I dare you. 
and then send it to me. But again, be safe, please, no matter what you do. Do it with a mindset of, you know, it's responsible. Take baby steps for anything that feels like it might be a little too much. So I'll leave you today with a passage of my book, the new book I'm writing. A passage on courage. We all need courage. This life requires courage. My wish for you is that you have the courage to walk your path, the path that is meant for you. Courage to make the necessary changes when time presents itself. Courage to not compromise your values, hopes, and dreams. Courage for you to stand up for your beliefs and the truth of who you are. Courage to continue to have the courage with each breath you take. Courage to not always take the easy path, but always take the path which will continue to awaken your heart and inspire your soul. Courage to speak up and stand up for those who need. Courage to not turn a blind eye to any situation which you can enhance. Courage for you to be you. My favorite movie of all times is The Wizard of Oz. Dorothy had the courage to follow the yellow brick road, to encounter hardship along the way, and to never stop believing. When I was a little girl, I would sit in front of the TV each day and watch The Wizard of Oz over and over again. It touched a place in my heart so deep, so many lessons to learn from this incredible story. We all have a yellow brick road. As we explore life as is, may we never, ever forget our yellow brick road. Follow your dreams. Face your fears. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy the show, go on iTunes. Give me a five-star review. I so appreciate it. I'll continue to create amazing, amazing content for you. We have some amazing guests coming in the next few months. Like I said, you want to hear something on this show? You want me to talk about something that inspires you? Send it my way. Join my life coaching program, Radiant Self, Diamond Sun, or Light Code, all under Light Code Umbrella. It is an exciting program, and I see everyone online as well as an online platform with lots of lots of surprises and magic for you Uh, my email is natalie at lifeonearthpodcast.com thank you so much have a wonderful day wherever you are thanks for tuning in much love face your fears ciao ciao